This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. The Dunedin Multicultural Council is a non-profit organisation that works to support the multi-ethnic communities in Dunedin. Since many of our members are migrants, we focus on providing opportunities to get to know people and develop new skills, networks and links with the wider community of Dunedin. Kia ora, nihama, assalamu alaikum, wanakum. Welcome to DMEC on air today. Today you're with Lux and Waitangi Day. So hopefully everybody's got a day off and celebrating Waitangi Day. Uh, and thank you for your time to listen to DMEC on air. Today we have a very special show. We have got a special guest, um, a guest who's the president of uh, Dunedin Sri Lankan Society. Um, and he's here with us to tell us all about the Sri Lankan community and the society and a special event that they have celebrated recently. Aibowan, Wanakam and Kiora Susil, how are you today? Aibowan Lats, Kiora, it is a very good day and uh, yeah, it is a nice day to have a chat. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Do you, uh, are you enjoying your day off on a Waitangi day? Of course, then, uh, you know, uh, next to a long, uh, next to a weekend, you know, taking Monday off and uh, having a long weekend. Uh, why not? It is a very good and also we need to understand uh, the uh, importance of Waitangi Day and then uh, you know celebrate with uh, others. Absolutely, absolutely. So Waitangi Day is very special uh, for New Zealand and it's all about the treaty, you know, the treaty between the Tangata Whenua and the colonizers and how they came to an understanding and there are still you know a lot of um, uh, a lot of EVs that are still under negotiation to, to settle um, the <clears throat> settlements for the Waitangi. Um, today I'm going to start off my first question to you uh, about you yourself. Yeah. So where does Susil come from? You know, what, where, what is your origin back in Sri Lanka? You know, what is your city? Mm-hmm. And how did you end up here in Dunedin, New Zealand? Okay, that is a question I need to answer in a long answer, but I'll try to uh, keep it short. Uh, I was born in uh, Kurunagala in uh, Sri Lanka. Then uh, I studied in uh, uh, Malideva College and then uh, uh, I studied uh, engineering in uh, University of Peradeniya. Uh, that's where I found uh, uh, my life partner uh, because that is part of this journey. Uh, then uh, we, uh, with her studies and all those things uh, we end up with uh, traveling uh, or staying in other countries. Uh, at last, then uh, my wife got a PhD uh, scholarship for PhD in Otago University. That is the reason we came here. Actually, I didn't plan for living here. Then we came here only for three years. 
but uh, <coughs> more than 18 years now very closer to 20 years we are still living here then uh, that is uh, how I end up with in uh, Dunedin so you tagged along with your wife uh, when she came to do her studies which department was she at uh, she was at uh, uh, geography department and uh, yeah she did her PhD there then uh, yeah so then you settled down and uh, do you have kids and did you build your family here or did you yeah, bring all your family from Sri Lanka? Yeah, of course. Uh, after finishing her PhD, then at that time I was working with uh, Dunedin City Council. Then I'm working with Dunedin City Council for 18 plus years now. Uh, then we decided to go back actually. Then actually my wife went back and then we decided to have a family. This is the best place. Then uh, quiet uh, nice city then uh, we decided to settle down here then uh, we got two kids uh, Arya and Akila uh, seven years and 11 uh, years old uh, two uh, beautiful daughters then uh, we are yeah very pleased to uh, have that uh, wonderful family settled oh, down here wonderful wonderful that's I'm so glad to hear your backstory of how you started in Sri Lanka and then came and, and built your life. Yeah. Uh, so in city council, what do you do in city council, uh, Sunu? Uh, I, I would like to say I am a civil engineer because that is my background. But at present, I am working as a senior project manager. Then uh, I am uh, uh, managing uh, various capital uh, projects mm -hmm. uh, around the city then uh, that can be safety related that uh, all the transport related uh, projects on roads then uh, yeah the, uh, it, it consists with uh, design construction and you know managing all those things then uh, yeah I'm oh. enjoying that cool oh very nice yeah. okay so now uh, let me come back to to the community let me yeah. come back to the uh, Dunedin Sri Lankan society Please tell us, so you're the current president now, so please tell us about the origins of this society, what is the purpose and objectives and how you how you guys started and running this society. Okay, uh, to say that then uh, maybe 20 years ago uh, there was a Sri Lankan uh, uh, society in uh, Dunedin to my understanding it was called uh, Singhala Kawaya. Uh, then um, for some reason uh, after 2003 or 2004 it was uh, dissolved then um, after that there wasn't a, uh, a formal society uh, but the community had different events like uh, you know once a month seal program buddhist seal program and the new years and uh, different different uh, community uh, events then I was also organizing some of those events uh, in last 10 years I was involved with uh, organizing some of those uh, different different gatherings and events because uh, we need to get together and have our mother tongue practice our mother tongue and have a good time with uh, in a Sri Lankan way you know then uh, have a Sri Lankan food and all those things then therefore uh, we, we were doing that but we didn't have the formal society then uh, in some stage a uh, couple of years ago uh, another team get together and thought right we need to have a society we need to register that then I think they consulted you also on stage to get some idea about uh, how to you know uh, formalize a society then uh, after that they started the society in uh, uh, year before last year then 
and uh, they ran that uh, about uh, six months then after the because you had need to have AGM uh, after March every year then uh, uh, they selected me to run this uh, year then uh, that's how I became the president of uh, Sri Lankan society this year then uh, I am trying my best to one thing is to uh, uh, get those form, uh, formalities done properly and in the same time uh, uh, pass the message to come into our existence show our existence and uh, organize all those events and uh, getting more members to the uh, society uh, and also we have uh, done some funding applications then uh, I'm very happy to say we we got our first uh, funding uh, approved then uh, for uh, Sri Lankan New Year uh, celebration then we are looking forward to use that uh, funding and get that done uh, nicely wonderful so you're telling me that I know you have done a lot of great events with a shoestring budget with yeah. volunteers and and potlucks you know I have attended your events and you know they were great with lots of yummy food and yeah. lots of cultural activities <coughs> So now that you have funding, you, I'm, I'm assuming that's going to be a grander celebration. I think with the, with the uh, funding we are getting, there are some conditions also where we can use, how, uh, how we can use them. But the thing is, uh, one thing is, you know, uh, now uh, getting a good venue, yes, we can use that funding and to get good venue. Then, uh, uh, yes, we are looking forward to do a grand uh, scale uh, events and uh, get together everybody and get uh, go do a grand scale event and uh, I think you I remember you uh, joined our midwinter uh, celebration uh, uh, last uh, July August mm -hmm. then we had the record number there then uh, that is the biggest number I ever saw then uh, I don't know it can be 150 plus because we didn't we, we lost counting right that that many people then we couldn't accommodate that uh, that many people in that venue then uh, therefore I think yeah we can get uh, do more and the thing is not only for Dunedin now our uh, events we are passing that message to uh, uh, all Otago you know then uh, Balclutha Milton uh, the the uh, participants coming from the those areas I see. Oh, that's wonderful. So <clears throat> now that uh, you've got a society, yeah, I, I remember talking and giving my advice. You know, that's why multicultural council is there for. You know, yeah. when societies like yourself are coming up and and need some advice and know how to do certain <coughs> things. Uh, you know, we are happy to provide because we've been around for more than 30 years. Yeah. And of course, you know, it's close to my heart, Sri Lankan society, you know, as a Sri Lankan, um, you know, I've been around for a few years now and always been in the community space. And I was proud to see the formation of uh, Dunedin Sri Lankan society. And, and, you know, thanks to you, you know, I've had a lot of strategic discussions with you about you know what we can do you know how to progress how to grow mm. um, so tell me about the community what is the expectation you know how is the community feeling what what is the need you know what do they what do they want you to do as a society now yeah the way i am understanding uh, initially so uh, community 
looking for is you know they need to have that sri lankan culture celebrate sri lankan culture and get together and uh, enjoy that then uh, experience uh, sri lankan um, culture mainly and and also opportunity to you know uh, uh, practice their mother tongue and you know uh, or kids getting some kind of exposure to sri lankan culture you know that is something with the, with the sri lankan new year then uh, they are getting opportunity to see what the sri lankan new year sri lankan and culture uh, all those dancing and folk songs and all everything then uh, that is one thing coming to looking for is getting that sri lankan culture get into the uh, next generation then uh, in the same time uh, we are looking for opportunities to help newcomers then uh, if there are newcomers then how to help them then uh, uh, we, we got long way to go because we are still uh, about 12 to 14 uh, sorry 15 months old uh, society then we got long way to go but we are ambitious that we can do more then we are looking for that then that's why i remember that uh, as soon as i was appointed as uh, uh, i was selected as the new president then i had a meeting with you then because i i don't need to reinvent the wheel then you got all those experience over the years then uh, that, that's why i had the meeting with you to get that uh, uh you know your insight how to do things and uh, what we can do and, and i'm very grateful to get in that uh, initially then uh, th th that's my that's my expectation and i think that is what we are getting from the community also they they are expecting us to uh, uh get into culture and uh, uh, expose the next generation to uh, our traditions wonderful so do you have <clears throat> what what would be the number of sri lankan in you know, a families or, or people in dunedin and also and then around the surroundings of dunedin at present our membership is around 60 but to my knowledge there are about 300 families uh, i mean not only dunedin i'm including uh, milton balclutha and uh, nearby uh, uh region then uh, they, they are for that that's why we, we need to spread out and get, get their attention and get more members to the uh, society wonderful oh great i'm i'm glad that the community sri lankan community is growing mm -hmm. here in this region uh, and then thanks to you you guys have done a fantastic job uh, and i know talking to kasun as well he is is very kind and you know very enthusiastic and and you you have a great committee um so during my my experience you know setting up and giving advice to other organizations such as yourself in the multicultural space i always notice governance and sustaining the governance mm -hmm. is is crucial and sometimes once you set up an official organization then it becomes official and sometimes it's harder than the just a community because it's always potluck and community comes and there's no nobody you know is nobody looks up to any particular people in an official capacity to run it now that you have an official organization is the expectation more from the community or your committee how's the governance going yeah a very good question that is something uh, we we are struggling these days you know then um, as i mentioned that before we having a formal uh, society we were doing those uh, events 
then those events uh, i mean when i was involved with them we were like uh, organizing one off event we, we do that event then then uh, move to the next one we need not to worry about anything whatever uh, whoever uh, sponsor that event or you know we can use that uh, funding um, uh, the way we want and you know go in that way but now it is a formal society then we have to follow those rules we have to follow those uh, conditions then uh, it is kind of um, uh, I mean, then, then the then the community and community also need to understand our our limits. Then uh, where we can stop, where we we you know what we can't do, what we can do. Then the, therefore, I think our community also understanding that, and also we need to educate them. Okay, this funding we can't spend that money for food. We we have to spend that only for the given given area then we are learning and we are educating others then that is what we that is the phase we are going now uh, I, I think in a few years when we are doing that we get used to it uh, how to do things but at the moment yeah we have to grow th through that uh, some kind of uh, learning process. learning process yes. of course yes, absolutely yes. there is also i mean I, I completely understand because there is a learning process of setting things up and finding out the ways to do it and how to do it because now when you run a executive meeting you need to do minutes properly exactly. and resolutions properly now how do you do that and then you need to at the end of the year you need to do the financial statements keep proper records mm -hmm. you know so those kind of uh, governance and operational activities needs to be maintained so good luck yeah I, I was telling actually our committee members other day that uh, consider this I mean what, what is happening we are doing we all have our day jobs right then we follow the process we follow the rules there then I'm telling them don't be relaxed here then this is also like another job then this is like uh, you are working for another company because this is actually registered as a company, isn't it? Then, then, then therefore, you have to think that this is uh, another job. You need to be responsible. Only thing is you are not get paid for that, right? Then, then, therefore, that is the way to think about that. Then, that is how to take the responsibility here. Then, therefore, what, what I am thinking is get that mindset that you are doing another job. Then, uh, then, then you, you, you can easily do that. Exactly. You need to set a set a precedence. You know, the the existing committee when you start off, you need to you need to make sure that the the existing committee um, sets sort of like a guideline or, or a standard that the committee does. You know, so for the for the upcoming committees, they do it. Yeah. Then we we are having all the records there. Then we are uh, and also. Uh, we got uh, six uh, uh, members uh, as the office, right? Then therefore they are assistants. Then our idea is to train them also into the system. Then therefore we don't want to uh, 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 lose anything. Then therefore we need to continue all those knowledge to the uh, next whole, next, next generation and next teams then uh, th that is our understanding idea then uh, and also the keeping all the records and giving that that understanding to the uh, other committee members you know then then is important that is more important yeah. absolutely yeah. oh thank you i mean all the very best uh, any any help you need in terms of this area please let us know multicultural council is there to support communities like you you guys 
Um, so I want my last question. You know, we are very close to the finishing time, so I'm going to uh, just come to the last point. Is that in uh, this Sunday, last Sunday, you uh, the community had a big event. You know, there was two special events. One is that annual annual event that mm-hmm. you do, and then also it fell on around the Independence Day as well. Uh, so. Tell us what you guys did and what is so special about this gathering on Sunday. Yeah, then it, it is a very nice coincide in this Waitangi day because it, we celebrated Independence, Sri Lanka Independence Day on uh, Sunday, uh, 4th of uh, February, uh, that is 76th uh, Independence Day uh, celebration for Sri Lanka. Uh, then uh, this we are nearly four years uh, about four years this is the fourth time uh, having a friendly cricket match uh, between Innokagil uh, and Dunedin then uh, it came to you know we organized that for the 4th of February this time then we called it Independence Cup then uh, then uh, uh, that's what we did uh, in the morning we we celebrated uh, you know 26th independence for Sri Lanka and then uh, we started our uh, annual cricket match uh, between uh, Innokagil uh, and uh, our boys did well. Correct, they, so who won? Uh, Dunedin won the match this time but uh, uh, there are three matches then the trophy goes to you know who, who wins uh, the most uh, two, oh, yeah, best of more, three best of three then uh, they, therefore I hope our boys are going to do well because uh, Innokail got uh, 93 runs for 40 hours then uh, our boys uh, got that very easily and uh, yeah it was a happy day oh wonderful because <coughs> cricket is like a you know cricket is not just a sport in Sri Lanka yeah. you know it's almost like a religion it is a religion in Sri Lanka yeah, then, you know, it, is, it is part of our culture that's right did you have papara did you have uh, uh, drums we, and uh, all the atmosphere we, yeah we, we didn't have the uh, uh, physical ones but we had electronically playing all Amazing. those uh, <laughs> actually the, yeah, the, this this match is between uh, Innokagil this is uh, started as uh, some kind Kind of uh, uh, some yeah, similar to that uh, uh, school big match in Sri Lanka. Yes. Then similar atmosphere we are having here. Then uh, we are going to Indrakagil and Indrakagil, uh, you know, supporters coming here. Then it is uh, we call it it is a southern battle. We used to call it Southern Battle, then, uh, you know, battle between two sister cities. Then, uh, but this year we called it uh, Independence, Independence Day Cup, Cup because of the Independence Day. Really? Uh, I, I think uh, moving forward, sometimes we can have that in, uh, you know, uh, uh, for February every year and uh, call it Independence Cup. Great. You know? Yeah, then. Uh, and then yeah. Uh, I bet uh, there was a lot of good food. You know, you had. Of course, there's all the Sri Lanka. Uh, Sri Lanka. Morning, yeah, yeah. Morning, we had that. You know, nice uh, milk rice and uh, uh, other Sri Lankan delicacies uh, to celebrate the Independence Day, and then uh, we had nice uh, potluck barbecue. Uh, came from uh, you know all our. Uh, 
all the community uh, uh, supported us and then after finishing the after the match then we had a nice barbecue to end the day wow then, amazing uh, what amazing. what else you want to, to have a nice you know nice uh, sunday amazing amazing oh wonderful i'm glad it went well sasil uh, and then i'm glad that uh, you know uh, you celebrated independence day and also the passion cricket uh we have come to very close to the end of the program so i'm going to bid you farewell and uh, thank you so much sosil for coming on the dmc on air show and all the very best with your society and your community thank you very much lux then thanks for the open opportunity on behalf of uh, dandidan sri lankan society i thank you very much and then uh, Yeah I'm looking forward to see your members also uh, when we having our new year celebration then uh, we have now uh, uh, locked a uh, date somewhere on 28 at the moment uh, April then uh, we are looking forward to uh, see lots of people there and have a good time then there will be lot of uh, Uh, Sri Lankan traditional uh, games and f- nice food you, you know every Sri Lankan uh, event got lot of food then uh, Sri Lankan foods then uh, a nice time <coughs> and uh, some uh, you know uh, activities uh, uh, from uh, kids mm-hmm. uh, 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 that's also another special about these Sri Lankan events is you get lot you have lots of games you know tug of war yeah, and exactly. and you know uh, the lemon spoon lemon yeah, race yeah, yeah, and course. you know that's so yeah. special about yeah you know yeah. you says you know you guys know how to have fun yeah yeah or outdoor activities and and some of the in, uh, indoor activities also some traditional celebrations also uh, and that is uh, what we are looking forward to that is our next uh, uh event to organize then uh, all the committee is very keen now and uh, getting ready for that wonderful all right sasil thank you very much dear listeners there you go you have president sasil from the dunedin uh, sri lankan society who celebrated independence day recently on sunday and also their uh, independence day cup cricket match all right thank you for listening this is lux with dmc on air This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.